What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two-Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, this is a real special edition. This is life of the streets, then life getting locked up, and then by a special turn of event, you get a special life after that. And this man right here, he's going to give us a story in full. You know what we have in the building today? We have Jason Wisdom CD in the building today. What's going on, my brother? What's up, Muscle, man? What's up, bro? Thank you so much for joining us here, brother. No problem, no problem, man. If you go back a long time, I don't know if the yeah. people know, but uh, I grew up going to a shop and getting yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the tapes and a lot of the CDs, a lot of the exclusives, you know, in our community. As far as young guys don't know, when Belly comes out, certain stuff come out, he's the only guy that we went to, like, mm-hmm. exclusive. I didn't even know anybody else sold that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah. But you see what I tell a lot of people, like, as we go further in the story, you see it was music that saved me. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. It was music and entertainment was really my thing from jump. So then that's what really saved me. You yeah, understand? yeah. I and that's like, like I said. So we came and seen you at your shop, but a lot of the kids coming up, like they don't they don't know what to do yet. Yeah. like I was young and didn't really have a lane yet either. I played sports. Yeah, I did this a little bit of that, but you don't really. It's hard to find out like what your your lane is as a young man. You know, yeah. especially growing up in the hood with a lot of influences that are like easily to sway you. You yeah. know. So let's go into what was like a uh, young Jason like. Um, yeah, I was good, you know. I was like, but I was really uh, I had we grew up in the neighborhood. I was down with the guys, I had a lot of friends, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. we grew up together, and everything was like was tight like that, yeah. you know. They later turned it and said, "Oh, gang and whatever." It later spiraled to this or that, whatever they wanted to call it. Mm-hmm. But I drew all friends from before. I'm talking like grade two, grade three, growing up. So you knew each other, you knew each other's parents. Yeah. We're all in the same community. Sometimes I might stay at your house, get dinner over there. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So with that kind of camaraderie, you're not going to watch your brother go through a struggle and not really help him because you know him so well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I know his mom and I know what would happen. I know we're both going to get in trouble if we do this. Through. You know what I mean? We're both got the same type of parents. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, that was growing up, was, it was, was good. Growing up in a neighborhood, I grew up in Galloway, which is, um, at the time growing up was nice too. As far as I remember, it was different as far as the summers were like, there was things to do that soccer, going, the, the other guys had soccer tournaments, there was basketball, there was events, there was things. Was things going on things outside. Going on outside. So yeah. like the community that soccer were different communities come in, the Flamel guys come play soccer against us. These guys, Chester, whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be, they all came and played a little soccer league back in the day, which was nice growing up, be seeing stuff and uh, learning, you know what I mean? Like seeing, I don't know how it is now, but I don't think it's, I don't, well, I know it's not like that. Yeah. The kids coming up now, they definitely didn't grow up, like, outside yeah. at all. You know what I mean? It's the internet. That's where that's where they see and do everything is via the internet. Yes. You know what I mean? Back then, we didn't have none of that. Yeah. Crazy. Galloway here and everything, you're growing up, you're doing the programs, the soccer, basketball, yeah. all of these stuff. Here. When did the street life really start to seep into your life or you started to even notice it? Um... Well, you know what? The common denominator in every hood and every in life, yeah. hood, upper class, whatever, is money. So when you start getting old enough, like I was around 10, 11, when you start getting old enough, you want certain things. I grew up with my mom, single parent, my older brother. So that you want certain things, you be like, put on, put that back. We can't afford that. Too much yeah. money. But I'm saying like, like, like oh, this money thing. Yeah. Every minute was this money thing. You know what I'm saying? Like every yeah. minute, I can't do all yeah. this money thing. Watch when I get some money. You know what yeah. I mean? You understand. And that's what it, that's just, just the natural of it. You know what I mean? Because I get it. Mom was trying, but she's doing her best. Like she, yeah. she we, I have stuff to buy. We got to buy like the rent. We got to buy buying no shoes for $20. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, that's nuts. I get it now. As a man, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's nuts. You know what I mean? Like, 
So I wasn't having. So that was, and then so in, in the community now, I see the older guys, and they're similar to me, but they're a bit older. And I have an older brother that's, uh, and he was a bit old. He hung around a bit older guys than him. So the, the culture came in that we seen in front of us. The the, the, uh, the crackheads, the prostitute, and the lifestyle was right in front of us. It wasn't a thing where it was like a big secret. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, it, sure, it's illegal, highly illegal, but in the community, it wasn't that, because nothing's really going on. Because it's inside, it's inside of the community. Of, yeah, no one, yeah, they weren't like getting people to come try drugs and yeah. ruin them, ruin people. Like they make it seem like they're ruining the community. Mm-hmm. The community's here. People are coming and buying and going. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I started uh, hanging around the older guys. Like I'd pull up on my bike and just like kind of just, just, just pull up, you know what I mean? I just, you know, I'm just sit around, observe, observe, and they'd be like, "Yo, and you go to the store, I'm like, y'all go, go to McDonald's for them quick." I come back like four drinks, but I'm getting a meal, and I'm getting like two dollars, two three dollars. Yeah, I'm nice. This yeah. is like this, this is alright. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I slowly got into uh, just that lifestyle, and which was unfortunate is that I'm growing into, it, I'm seeing it. I don't think it's that bad, which. I know now is it's all like messed up, but growing in, growing up like that, it's not bad to me because it's it's, a, it's normalized. Yeah, around what you see, I see it and seems normal. It seems normal. We've been doing normal. this. This is what yeah. we're doing. The money is good, and what else are we gonna do? Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like what else are we gonna? So I kind of got involved uh, earlier than I should have, mm-hmm. being a bigger kid also. Yeah. So at about let's say twelve, I mean, my friends are like fifteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. so they're starting to figure out. Yeah. And so I'm right up and on with them. All I do is follow, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I got yeah, I got involved in um in the life. Switched, drug dealing was the main because I, I was a money guy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I wanted money. I wanted stuff. But remember, you said it stems from yeah. You're. It's not even blame. You just noticed that okay, as a kid, we didn't really have the money like that. Yeah. So then the yeah. first thing you're trying to get is this is money, the money thing. Yeah, yeah. This money thing is just always a common denominator. Everything yeah. I t- is always like, yeah, money for that is money. Everything is yeah. money. So I'm like, yo, watch me and this money thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna figure this money thing out so yeah. I can do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just, I guess, it's like that from all walks of life, though. You know, if you're black or white, whatever you're from, the common denominator is gonna be money at the end of the day. For sure. Right? What was your first night like on the block? Say, so, okay, now I'm here. Yeah. What was that first night like? Like, uh, like, like, like involved? Yeah. Well, I didn't start. I started actually like when I'd say I fully really started. Mm-hmm. Instead of just doing runs for people, whatever, I'm talking like buying my own stuff from people and doing stuff. I was about 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I was, uh, I don't, it was more, I was with somebody that was already had something going on. I was tagging along with him. Yeah. We're going to different uh, housing. I'll tell you an interesting story. Mm-hmm. 1999. Yeah. I never told people the most story. Rest in peace to D. the guy that brought me. So D is the guy who was like five years older than me. Mm-hmm. But he was a bit smaller for his age. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit bigger. Yeah. So we used to roll. But he's older, man. He can buy liquor and shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's 19-ish. Yeah. I was like 14. He's 19. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, anywho now. So to ring in the new year... 1999, you know what I mean? Millennium, we're talking about, oh, Y2K. Yes, yes. yes. We're at Morningside and Lawrence, the white building, Judy's house, crackhead. Mm -hmm. They're having a party with a bunch of crackheads, a bunch of friggin' Lakers pour beers and shit and cigarettes, and we're in there selling. This is how I'm 14 Mm -hmm. at the time, I believe. This is how I'm taking, coming into New Year. That celebration, Millennium, was me and D and a bunch of crackheads. That's I, wild. That's wild. That, so yeah. that when I look back at it, that's how I started the millennium, not knowing what would transpire later. Mm-hmm. I started off pretty fucked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it was just the money. It wasn't really a violent. We were violent yeah. people. We were just like, we were in it for the money. And it was all the spot. This was happening. I didn't really know what to do tonight. Ain't no what's going on. I'm only 14. I can't go out and party or whatever. Yeah. But I got a little bit of stuff, and this is a great thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So after that kind of got me going, the the revenue kind of got, you know what I mean, kind of got me going. Yeah. Like I felt like this could be, I could do this. I felt like, you know, which is an illusion again, right? Because you start thinking it's a career, you start thinking it's like, it's something, you know, which really not. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. momentarily satisfaction. It's like a burger or something. You know what I mean? Hindsight is twenty twenty. It's when you look back and then you understand after you go through situations, then you understand, no, this isn't what it's made up to yeah, be. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. feeling for the moment. You got to know how to move mm-hmm. from that. That's the problem where a lot of people didn't know how to pivot from, mm-hmm. leave the game and go into something else. And then we ended up doing jail time and too many. Yeah. So, yeah. So even with that now, so then you're in the streets. So do you get arrested before when you're in the streets, before the big yeah. arrest? Yeah, so, so yeah, so part of, so in the street, I always knew when I chose to do that, that being arrested would be plausible, plausible. So I've been arrested a few times, while a couple times for like okay. dangerous driving, yeah. Tayak, which is a, a zoo at the, the guys managed to know this is a young offender jail that was like, but they had it set up mm-hmm. as a jail. It was an adult jail too. Okay. But that, that this side would be like, why else? Mimico. Mm-hmm. But the way it's set up, and at this time, I remember Oz was on there. Yes. So, and it's just, this is our phase two, so 16, 17. So everybody thinks they're a tough guy. Mm-hmm. It's a real tough guy. The guy, the guys I'm talking, the guys are what they'll know. Yeah. Real tough guy age group. You know what I'm saying? Everybody there's a real tough guy. You know what I mean? So that was a real interesting experience growing up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the guys I met there, I met later in life. I'll yeah. tell you later on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you know that the bad kids yeah. were stayed the bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you from. I know you and your name was like Jermaine and shit. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Now we got like different yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> Killer yeah. B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I like oh you kill up, follow yeah. up, dog. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yeah. I went there a few times on some dangerous driving, and then uh, my first adult charge mm-hmm. when I was 18 was the one of uh, the one charge I have on my record, which is possession for the purpose of uh, trafficking. Mm-hmm. I got arrested downtown. We moved downtown at that time to sell drugs. That's part of the, uh, I guess now the kids go like out of town, whatever. Back in those days, we've already con- conquered our little area. Mm-hmm. So it was downtown, I guess Queen and Sherburne was pretty much the, if you were a dealer, you know what I mean? If you were it's a guy. quicker money. Yeah, it was the money. It was popping. It's more cops, mm-hmm. more money. It's, it's everything. The greater it's ev- risk, yeah. greater reward. It was everything on yeah. steroids, basically. Yeah. And it's, yeah, there's everybody from the city there. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mm-hmm. just open. You got the yeah. guys in Bleecker region. You got the West guys. It's whatever, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. be kind of a a bull, you know what I mean? So anyways, we ended up down there, and I, I got arrested one of the other guys on his uh, total project, which was another unbelievable story. Mm-hmm. So I got arrested in uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I remember, <laughs> I remember reading Thanksgiving dinner in the Don Jail in, in the hole together. Yeah. And he was uh, serving as undercover officer since Carabana. So this is 2003. 2003. So yeah. he's serving this undercover officer since Carabana. I guess Carabana is August, mm-hmm. all the way up to October. Some 17 ounces, a bit of back and forth transaction. I'm like, you didn't know this guy was a cop? Yeah. So I go, me being young, I'm downtown, right? And he's one of the other guys from my neighborhood downtown. Mm-hmm. He's up the street. I go check him because I don't know anybody up there. And that's why I hang out with. We don't, you know, I go check him. It's Ray Dater doing a thing. I get tied up with him. So I'm like, big dog, you ain't douche. Yeah, you got to yeah. plead. What's happening? You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you got to fix this. You know what I mean? Worst long long scenario. I get bail. I'm on from house arrest. I, against the advice of my lawyer, Richard Paul, and shot him out. Being a dumb kid, mm-hmm. they offer me, "Yo, you plead, we'll give you time served, okay, probation, and we'll give you the money." They had like seven grand for me. They, they'll give you the money back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah. My lawyer's like, Jason, you have no record. What are you doing? You didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like you literally came. In, they have no case, bro. Sit it down for six more months. 
tough it out. Stop being a punk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, but kid, I'm free. I'm on house rest. I can't make no money like this. Cops mm-hmm. pull me over and shit. You know what I mean? Like, because I house rest, I breached one, two times. You know what I mean? And I, I made that mistake. And, it was like, and that gave me a criminal record for a mistake. Okay. Yeah, which well, I was involved in life, but I made a mistake. Because, again, you're seeing things very short-sighted. Because if you had to sit down for six months to really get this over with, life would have been so much simpler. I then. can't but see I, life. I can't see it. I couldn't understand mm-hmm. 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to the border and going, oh, which, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't understand. The that f- wasn't part of your psyche, part of your plan. I, I don't care. I'm right I don't here. care. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. And uh, the funny part is my lawyer is telling me, like, you don't know. Like, I, just, yeah. I, I beat this. This is all day. This is a yeah. And I was, on, I was on the road. I was out of jail, out of custody on a house arrest. But I just wanted to be outside. Dumb kid. I just wanted to be, you know what I mean? Like, because again, you see when you're, when you're not around, it seems like all type of excited stuff are happening. When you're around, nothing it's a normal day. Yeah, I miss nothing. Like, but I, it's an illusion of it. Yes. You know yeah, I mean? that's what got me. So I did get arrested before that, mm-hmm. had a record. And then uh, I got arrested the summer of, which the Money Mart case, which played a big role mm-hmm. in my, uh, in my uh, appeal part too. So uh, I got arrested that summer and they let me out. This summer, and then I got arrested a couple days before my birthday, and they let me out on breaches. They kept letting me out because our phones were tapped. So they kept. That's when that's on that, that's more in there. Yeah. So like, after the whole uh, what I explained before, the first time was going in. After that, in two thousand four, I was arrested for money more different crimes, various different crimes like money more. Yeah. So at this time, you're getting deeper into the street life. Yeah. At this time, at this time yeah. So. Fast forward from 99, 14 to about 2003, 2002, 2002, um, I'm older, older, a mentor of mine, a friend of mine, an older guy that I looked up to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Blue Norris Island died mm-hmm. in October 2002. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in high school mm-hmm. and uh, at Borden, Sorrell L. Borden, because Sorrell L. Borden is right in Galloway. Yeah. I could, so I could traffic. Fuck, I'll tell you, I could traffic drugs right out of school. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. literally, I'm break, like, this is perfect. I'm going yeah. to school. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can make money right out of school. Come here yeah. at the back. Boom, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, oh, uh, yeah, I found out the news that he died when I was in school in October. Uh, I think it's, holy shit, it might be even today. He died, oh, yeah, he died, and um, that took us hard because I knew him well. Mm-hmm. I used to stay in his basement. I knew his brother well. Like, I knew him real close, you know, and it happened in front of himself. So that took us. That man, that, that that was a big moment for where I decided that you know what I'm done with school. I was in grade twelve. Oh, you're right at the. I know. I I went to the Pentagon. Yeah. I had like eight credits yeah. together. Like, you know, anyways, I guys just like no. Nah, that's when I was like, I made a decision that uh, the street this is gonna be. You know what I mean? Like so, Blue was the first person close to you, as in in your age group type of thing that died at that time. There, that uh, you knew of? Yeah, that like there was other guys that died through different conflicts, mm-hmm. and I knew them. But he was, I was closer to him. He's like an older guy where he could drive me home. I could jump in his car. Yeah. I could, he wanted I could fuck with him. I could play his video game. Like, I know him well because yeah. I was close friends with his brother, too, his younger brother. Mm-hmm. So I always go to their house. Like, I always, he's one of the houses where we just going on, on Galloway. Like, mm-hmm. he's always going to his house in the basement. I grew up there, basically. And then older in Malvern. Mm-hmm. So they moved to Malvern, and so did my parents. Okay. On the next side of uh, Milner back yeah. then. So my mom, going through it, used to lock me out, G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. they said, if you don't come by 12 o'clock, you're locked yeah. out. I used to go, I'm locked out. Mm-hmm. So I have to walk across Shepherd, mm-hmm. walk across to his house. 
That's why when he died, like that, it touched me so deeply because I used to, I go there I, yeah. and I, I sleep there. And I would come in the morning time, I sneak out and go home. My mom goes to work type vibe, you know? <laughs> so I can understand. That's kind of my growing up, broken out days, get me? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, man, after he died, I was like, uh, it didn't really, didn't really take, it was different for me. I dropped out of school. I was like, school wasn't it. A lot of things were in it no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of things affected me in a different way. So, yeah. Yeah. Moving from there. So then, as you say, you say, okay, you know what? It is what it is. I'm committed to yeah, the I, street I was right fully now. committed. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to pretend. Like, yeah. By the time about 17, 16, 17, there was no, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, you had your record, you dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. So then, what's left for you at this time here now? You can't go, you're not looking to go get a regular job. No. You know what I mean? You're not trying to do none of that. So no. then, what direction were you going now at this point here now? The, the lower, nowhere fast, let me tell you. I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. I, um, I was just committed to the street life and doing what I was doing. You know what I mean? So whatever the money and however, whatever popped up, whatever opportunities availed themselves to me is what I was doing. So, yeah, I wasn't like, and there was no, you know, guidance or older mentor mm-hmm. that I had in my life. I didn't, my father wasn't really there. I didn't have yeah. like that kind of person to tell me nothing. I'm seeing what it is and I'm getting to an age now where I'm like 17, 18, where I know what it is. Like I know, I'm like, even if you're trying to tell me something now, Big dog, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing this a little bit now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm, you know what I mean? Like, so that's what I'm trying, even with, with Pikachu today, I'm trying to get to the youth and trying not to get to that level. Like, I know what it's like to be there. I that's, know how hard it is to that's get. That's why I knew this conversation right? is an important one. Coming, yeah. coming not from somebody that studied it in a book mm-hmm. and then trying to tell other people, somebody that went through it and yeah. came out on the other side. Yeah, it's totally different. Because even as... A young boy, I don't listen. I wouldn't listen. Yeah. Like this guy talking about, big man. What did you do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you? What do you know? What I'm saying like, you know, what I'm so like, mm, you know what I mean? So I try not to preach to them, but I try and show them, mm-hmm. this is not a career. Yeah. I hope you're not involved in it. But if you are, bro, it's not a career. No one yeah. go on. Like you know what I'm saying? You could end up doing five to seven years of your life in jail, mm-hmm. if not more. You know what I'm saying? Like, know what you're doing. You got what do you got? Take it and go. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? What a lot of people don't realize, even if you're in the street life, a lot of times your skills are transferable. You yes. could take those same skills and apply to something now yes. legal. That's, that's a very good point. My mom used to say the same thing because me and my brother were going in and out, you know what I mean, for a while. She'd be like, yo, if you guys applied all that energy you guys do to the stupid street shit into something okay. else, anything else, you know what I mean? It could have worked. And I thought about it, and she's right. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, if I, instead of being 18 and choosing streets or whatever, yeah. if I chose anything, who knows, making boxes, yeah. and by the time I'm 30, I've been the box making captain or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I would have had a company like, nigga, you fucking up. You know what well, I mean? Remember, like, you're, in your mind, you can't see so far. You were offered just wait six months, and you couldn't wait six, months. Wait six and months. And you want me to wait five years? I, that was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> was impossible. And then, now, here's the, the, the problem I see today, too, is mm-hmm. poor things, poor kids. We never had phones flip open like that and see everybody's luxury life. Okay, and my phone was a, a Motorola. My, that wasn't even existed. Yeah. When I went to jail, none of that stuff was existed. So I didn't know how, we didn't know how the upper life lived. So how all oh, these mm-hmm. private jets where everybody opened their phones, a girl showing her, or, or all that kind of life, jewelry, all this type yeah. of, you must be rich, you must be rich. So I'm telling these kids, we didn't even grow up like that. Yeah. We're trying to get some. Now these, all they see is like, you, if you're not this, that's yeah. all they see. Imagine. You're a loser. If yeah, can you imagine? Not, I, we didn't grow yeah, up like that. Like, yeah. This is cool. And I seen that, I came home, I was like, yo, this is nuts. This makes you just look this guy's on a private jet. Yeah, but he earned it. He's not showing you he played ball his whole life and earned it. You know what I mean? Oh, he's not, they're not showing you. You're just seeing the the next the end, side. You're seeing the end result. Yeah, the happy result. You do not see the days where he's not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, and people are getting lost in it. The kids yeah. are, they're, they're believing now instead of going to college and getting a skill, mm-hmm. I could be a YouTuber or, or yeah. something of the nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Many different ways of getting it. So then, all right, you're out in the streets here now. Yeah. You're really committed. So then you said something about Money Mart. Yeah. Money Mart. So then this was all in the same time here now? Yeah. So now I'm out in the streets now. This is now when I'm out, about uh, 18. Mm-hmm. It's 2004, summer. So this is after the murder in question that I was convicted of happened so was conv- okay. uh, the murder happened in march we are still i'm still on the road they're there the police are investigating it mm-hmm. but what they did was they they tapped the phones of the, a bunch of us right okay so cool our phones were tapped so during that time now there's a my friend there's a robbery and they're trying to use that well the way he calls like you called me and this guy calls him and this is what we're doing so they're trying to use that mm-hmm. as organization like, this is how they organize this is how the men get down. Yeah. And they're trying to bring that through to show the jury this is how they organize. It's so part of organization. Mm-hmm. We're saying, well, that's prejudice. They're saying it's prejudicial. We're saying that's prejudice to us mm-hmm. because that happened after the murder. That post-dates it. So yeah. we could have learned that tactic after the murder. It has, mm-hmm. That's not germane to what happened before that. You know, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So if it happened before, then you could use it. So we, we thought we had a pretty strong ground on that. Mm-hmm. So the judge... The judge... That's why I, I pray for the man. I for the man. Don't ever get your brother. Don't get yourself involved yeah. in that situation. Yeah. I, no matter how innocent you are, I was so innocent. It doesn't matter. Yeah. When you're in that situation, you even feel like holy yeah. shit. Like you know what I'm saying. You feel like it's not gonna oh, work. Even when you know you're innocent, you feel like yeah. man. But yo, you sure though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you start. You start to question yourself. Holy you fuck, know, bro! You know what but I'm even before we even get to the yeah. judge, we wanted to go through the whole money mark situation. How that even led you? to um getting arrested in 04. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Oh yeah, the money mark a man, yeah. <laughs> so like I said, I the just just how I started, I was all about the money. Mm-hmm. My friend links me and says, yo, there's like a hundred and change. He has a girl on the inside, money, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need no weapons, you just gotta go there and like take the money from her type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I jump I couldn't I couldn't have got to the, <laughs> to the end faster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause the way we do it, like it was no it's not no criminal, it's no mafia. Yeah. It's nothing like that. If you're coming, you show up here and whoever's here, we're going. Yeah. And I don't, that's it. There's no cut. There's no upper echelon to the bigger guys. Are you crazy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You weren't there. You're getting nothing. I'll buy your shoes, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? So, boom. Yeah. I fly down there, get there now. I'm like, yeah, I'm about it. We go to the, the, the Hub Plaza there in Pickering. And uh, it's it's not happy. The, the back and forth is not happening. Like, it's getting weird. So, I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe we should leave. And one guy tries the door, and the whole world just, like, ended. Like, you know what I mean? The police came out of everywhere. And I could we couldn't understand what's going on. I'm like, yeah. yo, what kind of setup thing it is? So we're, but here the joke is the joke is the guy that is in contact with the uh the inside perk got away. Okay. So when it came in Corolla's, he just ended up he was like a different partner and Langway ended up getting away. So we're like, yo. So me and the other guys like, yo, you think my poison? Is <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't but, do that because again, this is all a circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, we don't we can't understand. This is crazy. Like, what the fuck is all like we're like, yo. So, mm, and then, no, so we go, uh, we need to get bail now. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling around, getting money to lawyers, getting bail them time there. We can pay these lawyers some of the money and go there, can they go get our sureties up. And the crown's like, oh, yeah, we're consenting to bail. We're just going to give you guys bail. Just show cause. That's all you need. Basically, not even a fight. So we paid this. And we're like, oh, this is weird. Like, all right, bet. And is that something that's usually normal? Or no. They would usually fight. No, normally it's uh, they want a detention order, show cause. But they didn't want to tell us in the synopsis what the information was had them out there because mm-hmm. it ruined the case. We didn't know the phones are wired and there's yeah. an investigation project going on. So they neatly kept it quiet and were like, oh, well, 
they were instructed by Toronto police to mm-hmm. just give us bail, get them back on road, get them back on those phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what we did, we got back on road and we're like, yo, we at the door. Matina fooling a good <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Obviously, even even back then, 04, we're like, yo, yeah. wait though. No. Something fishy, like, yo, yo, don't even call me on that. You know what I mean? Like, obviously we switched up, you know what I mean? But yeah. but but the problem with that is they just caught us back again. One way I didn't switch up and it's like a spider web. Yeah, it's expired. So I guess it's just a link. So if one is tapped, it's just whoever he contacts with is now. Yeah, in the, back then they they they, they, they they would link somebody and they'd be like, if they called you, they'd be like, okay, Wisdom is talking to unidentified male because mm-hmm. they don't know who you are yet. But then you, but then a man would be like, yo, who's that? Who that muscle? Yeah, man, I'm muscle like that. Okay. They're like, we identified him as. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? So like, nigga, like, so we learned. Yeah. We I learned so much from that whole time. And mind you, this is before like we had little the phones, regular phones. You know, Shit, nowadays, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't even want to know what they could this yeah. is 04. So they were way ahead of advanced. Yeah. They had tracking devices on their cars, they bugged cars, they did all these things that we've seen in the movies mm-hmm. back then. So when I was in prison watching the wire, yeah, and jail watching the wire, I was like, wow, this is real. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much this is more dramatized, but yeah. this is exactly what this they were doing. Really this is exactly what they were like, you know what I mean? Like they, I didn't even know they had this stuff for really? us little black guys. Yeah. You know, I was like, I didn't think we were like, but yeah. So, so you guys, so then you guys are back out. The phones, the phones are tapped. The phones are tapped. So then, what happened from here on? So the phones are tapped now, and that's that's August, um, coming to as uh, August. Mm-hmm. So uh, October first now, regular day. I uh, go to the ends. It's still regular day. It's in Galloway. It's hot. There's cops everywhere. Type vibe. Mm-hmm. I go check my friends. Doors are kicked off. Both sides gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like. This, uh, you do do that as like the weed too. I'm like, oh, there's no weed. Oh, I guess there's no weed here today. But they left the weed. They didn't take the weed and shit. Yeah. Like, hmm, hmm. And so we're chilling. So I'm there and it, the news comes on. Wow, I see the news. It's, it's Omni. It's Chinese. They're speaking mm-hmm. Asian. I see my picture. Wanted. And I'm like, yeah, every station has it. My phone keeps vibrating. And now I'm, it's, it's going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is going on here? Because I didn't really do anything. Like literally just didn't do nothing, you know? And then, um, I talked to my pops, I believe. And I'm like, and I, I guess for some direction, he was calling. Everybody's calling me. Yeah. So and it was like, I'm gonna turn myself in. Let me. Okay, I'm just, I was. I was fine. Okay. Let me just figure it out. Call my lawyer. I'll turn myself in because mm-hmm. this participation in the criminal organization doesn't seem like nothing. I don't know what that is. Oh, so you had no clue. No what clue. It was it's just. It's just participation in a criminal organization. Yeah. And I'm like, what organization? <laughs> what you talking about? Like, no, so you you didn't try contacting your lawyer, try to figure this. Oh, out. Oh, I mean, I did too. I linked him, and he's like, yeah, these allegations. Like, oh, all right, well. Get yourself together and we'll turn yourself in. We're, we're figuring out we're on that level. We're so, because I'm not running from this. That was, was, there was no running. It was like, okay, let me just, but I had some legal stuff. I had some things on me that I didn't, you know? So, um, but as it's happening now, I'm like, yo, it's getting, it, it, like, it's, it's on every station. It's making me more and more nervous. I'm of like, course. yo, this seems kind of big though. So I gave the, uh, whatever illegals I had to a friend of mine, got in the cab. As soon as I got downstairs, drove down Lawrence, right by the thing, they all jumped on me. Everything stops. They all jump on me from like all angles. The cabman was in on it. He just stopped. He didn't pull yeah. over. Nobody pulled him over. The undercovers came behind him. The undercovers came in front of him. But I know them. I could tell. That. I know that car. I'm like, oh, that's well. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they came right away. And I'm like, so, okay, my phone's like, so Now I know my phone's tapped. This is ridiculous. Like, how? Like, okay, this is okay. Now I know my phone's tapped. And I'm trying to figure out. I get to the station. There's other guys are there. A couple of my co are already there. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, like, yo, what, is, what does this even mean? And then my lawyer, every, it's new at the time. It's a new charge. And my lawyer's like, oh, we're going to try and get bail. And so I get arrested, and that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. While in there, well, I'm trying to go for a high court bail because low court, they overwhelmed them with charges. They made it like a, a big thing. So I'm trying to get bail in high court. 
the police call us all down. They shut the jail down, and they call us all. That's another thing they kept doing. So the the, the, the ETF, the police, mm-hmm. the mayor, uh, the chief of police, designated us P five. Okay, making us basically ETF escort and pretty much like we see in the movies and shit. You come out, there's ETF everywhere to bring you. Almost out. like super dangerous. Super offenders. dangerous offenders for five years. Mm-hmm. If you're on the court, it's five years every day. Court anything. So they lock the jail down. The police come in and give us charges, mm-hmm. right? I'm in there with the dude. Remember the dude I told you about Money More that got away? Yeah. He's my celly. Yeah. So a lot of jail down. So, we're both, so we're, they call us down one by one to go down, like a, a professional visit, you know? And I go in there now, and, and I'll never forget that day still. I'll never forget that day. I go in there, and the cops are talking about, yeah, and uh, we're charging you with um some stuff that I kind of knew they were coming with. I expected they're coming with, right? Cause some mm-hmm. stuff I knew, because there was a charge of... um. The money market thing, mm-hmm. some stuff on the wire, some trafficking stuff that I thought they might have, they might have came with. Okay, so I was like, cool. He's explained to me, and he puts his hand on my shoulder, he's like, "We're charging you with a first degree murder." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And he's telling me the name of the person that they, but I don't really, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And when son, I mean, when you're getting that information at that time, so now as a young man, there's a lot going on. So he's talking, I can't really hear. Yeah. You know so saying? I guess after they said, "Okay, you're getting charged with first degree murder." Everything almost got Yeah, everything was like water under the bridge. And yeah. Like almost like you're in a twilight zone at yeah, that time. Almost right? like that. I'm trying to think, what murder? When? Mm-hmm. Where? How? Like I'm trying to figure out like how am you twisting me up in this? I'm trying yeah. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um that and a whole bunch of other stuff, like three attempted murders, a whole bunch of other stuff. So I go, oh, I get, I, I'm still dazed, mm-hmm. like walking in a cloud to bring him back to my cell. I see my, 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 my nigga, mm-hmm. my celly, and I'm like, yo, w- w- what did he charge you with? He's yeah. like, yo, they tied in the Money Mart thing because it's on the wire, and they had me on OC, Prestige Page of Organization, mm-hmm. and the benefit of the Money Mart thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's it, nigga? He's like, yeah, it's fucked up, yo. I'm like, bro, I didn't even know what to tell him. I was like, yo, bro. They charged me like fucking Ramsey. They charged me everything. I have to look at the, the, the paper and be like, oh, yo, it's all kind of, there's stuff they said I didn't, I didn't you know what I mean? I didn't realize they charged me. I was like, because after you heard first degree, it's like blank from. Blank. So the bail hearing was scratched. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it was, when I got there and spoke to him, that was when it was clear to me that there's going to be some guys on this project in here longer than others. This is when the, the gray started being cut now. You started mm-hmm. seeing, okay, these guys, my bro and these guys are murdered. It's got every, everybody's on. It started cutting it, you know what I mean? Seeing that. So, and then after three and a half years in mm-hmm. is when they cut off everybody else and really made a project about us three. You know, shout out my guys there. Free Grease, free, free bro. So it was like, it was, this is a process. So remember, so 2004, yeah. you were 19. 19. Yeah. When when you went and you had just turned 19. Just turned, I turned 19 September 3rd. Yeah. I got arrested October 1st, so. Not even That doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, I got arrested. And then uh, we do, we take five years to get a trial. But even, did you try to go for bail multiple times or your lawyer said at no, this point yeah. it doesn't make what, sense? Yeah, what happened was we were going to go for the high court bail. Mm-hmm. And then during that time, they came and gave me those charges. Mm-hmm. And when I read the docket, we decided not to. The docket was uh, was crazy. The arraignment was nuts. Mm-hmm. When they arraigned all of us, it was like a couple hours. I never seen an arraignment that long. They got arraigned. It's horrible. When yeah. They, yeah, so when they're reading it out, it's uh, we decided not to go for bail. Yeah. You're saying a murder for the Benedict, an attempted murder, an attempted murder, an 
the attempted murders, like three attempted murders, and the trafficking, and it's this, and it is. It's the they, way they, they stuff the docket. Piled, yeah, they pile it on where like there's no way you're getting bail this. Don't even try. You know what I mean? Like, and how long did you say okay, no bail? So how long did you think you were gonna have to sit before trial happens, or before you think you might get out of here? Like I was thinking, like two or th- two years, maybe. Okay, so you were mentally prepared to do yeah to do like a two years. Yeah, it was six months. I was mentally prepared. I, 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 I just had, you just have to. So I was yeah. telling myself, well, maybe we'll figure it out too. Because I know yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I didn't do that. I know when we get when we get to the bottom, of this, I'll yeah. be all right though. So it's yeah. like it's whatever. That's why it kept me going. Mm-hmm. But what happened was, at that time, Canada has never done a murder for the benefit of a criminal organization case mm-hmm. yet. Trial, mm-hmm. they've never done it. So, so that's mm-hmm. basically like uh, the Rico. Rico charge. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. copied the Rico and changed the name. Mm-hmm. Like Canada does. So that's exactly what it is to the mm-hmm. T. So, but they haven't done it. So they're trying to see how to do it. So the Crown is trying to fill in a bunch of, or, they have more organized crime evidence than they do on the murder, right? So all they're trying to do is put a whole bunch of organized crime evidence in and then a little bit on the murder. So the jury's going to know, yes, those guys are bad guys. They're involved in the organization. Yes. You're the wiretap stuff. There's undeniable stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But as far as the violence goes, No. So it was, it was a murky water. There's no, there's no gun. There's no glove. There's no eyewitness. There's nobody saying they did nothing yeah. like that. Nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know there wasn't any DNA nothing. or ballistics. Nothing. You know what I mean? Evidence. In nothing the, like um, that. No, nothing yeah. like that at all. Just like really a, somebody saying something mm-hmm. and then they're taking that in and then trying to use that to as a murder. We're normally, if somebody says something like that, you'd have to either verify independently. There's a bunch of different things, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy's saying that this person maybe suffered these type of wounds mm-hmm. and then the person didn't actually suffer those type of wounds and they still gave me the charge. Yeah. So this person's saying, I told him something that didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. So the story tells the police that they can know and they can look at the thing and know that this guy is not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Like this doesn't make sense and this part doesn't make sense and this part doesn't really make sense. But you know what? Still charge him. They still charge him with the murder. And guess what? One of their other witnesses... Mm-hmm. Is saying that yeah, I know him, and yeah, you know, I'm thinking he wasn't there. So, so I got a witness on your side in my favor. <laughs> and y'all still, and they still, so sure well, yeah. we could there. They still ran it through. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, because I guess there, it seems like it was they. They pointed okay. They know you guys are into street life. Yeah. So then you're into street life. So let's just grab these guys and see what happens since they're into this life here. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, it, it they grabbed us up and we're in. Yeah, we're involved in it. Yeah, we're not in the front. We're involved in that street life and. uh yeah, they just basically came with a whole bunch of uh, this and that charges of like, you know, I mean, what they could try and throw on us and try and make stick. And at the end of the day, what we found out was that it's bigger than it's bigger than just us. It's politically like remember, it's the first time they did this in the case. So the first time we're doing the Rico murder for benefit, it's not the mob, it's not the bikers, it's not the, it's these guys, these kids. You know what I mean? This is what's going on here. These are going to set. We 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 now set the the case record, yeah. case law. That is not just how it goes. Mm-hmm. And so the the the, the crown is trying to put in all this garbage, and the judge is letting in everything. The judge just let in. So I won my appeal because the judge let in everything. You know what I mean? So you're saying you prepared mentally? Say, okay, about two years. Huh? Yeah. When the third year came up now, and you were still sitting, what was what was going through your mind at that point there now? At that point, after the third Christmas, and because that 04, 05, 06, all that, sh- you know, I'm like, um... I I I seen it a bit now because they're starting to they freed up everybody now. So only everybody that's left because now after three years, three and a half years in the, in the provincial, that's two, 
it's, you can get two times two. So three and a half years is seven. So my, my brother had a murder charge. He he beat it. And he had attempted murder. He pled to aggravated assault. Seven years time served. Mm-hmm. This guy had like a something. Pled, everybody was getting. They're, 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 they're picking out, figuring out Wagwan now. Yeah. And you three, they didn't offer us a deal. They offered us nothing. Like you three were going to be, they're going to be it. Yeah. We're going to take you to trial. We're not giving you no deal. We don't want no deal. We're gonna, you know what I'm saying? That was, that was, they never offered me and nothing. Not one point did they come up to me and even offer me at the other time, hey, do you want to tell your friends? They're like, no, 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 we're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, so I'm like, all right, bet. You know what I mean? Like, so that was the project to take us to trial. That, that, that team of police and lawyers and, and what they did now. So they have 43 division built. They got, they got all the officers, one of the um, crowns of judge. They got, everybody, everybody's life was great. Yeah. Everybody out of the case, everybody's life was great after that. You know what I mean? That's what interesting to find. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crazy. So then now it boiled down to the three of you guys. Yeah. You guys are in court. I think in this case, had they built a new courthouse or yes. they modified it or did something So they did. They built a new courthouse in Scarborough, mm-hmm. glass and stuff. And then they built a new courtroom in 361 University. Right? I never seen the outside of my mom was telling me that uh she's like, Listen, first of all, when you go into court you have to get searched and all that, right? Yeah. Cool. Then you go up the escalator and then top of the front of the courtroom is a whole station mm-hmm. where they're searching the lawyers, crowns. They never do that because yeah. they're members of the office of the court. They're searching them, they're searching everybody. The ETS walking around out there and shit. Fucking people are like, you know what I'm saying? My mom's That's like, all. bro, it, it looks terrible. Like, yeah. you, you can't lie. Like the thing's terrible. Like yeah. doesn't look good. You know what I'm saying? Like doesn't and we're coming to, to court. Downtown, from down jail with sirens on it. I don't think we need sirens, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sirens on and shit. But like after after a while, I started getting used to it. It's exciting because we yeah. need to go. We don't see roads. So you can look out your it's little like, holes and be like, oh, shit, we're going yeah, for it. You, you know what I mean? It's like a personal escort almost to court, right? So so then, when did the trial actually start? Then yeah. So the uh, what they did was um because I was new to the system too, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know this. So we left the dawn. You left the East attention after like three and a half years. So like, uh, it's, I forgot what year it was. Uh, we left there three and a half. We went to the Don to do trial. We went to the moon. It's the Don because it's closer to downtown. So they're going to have high court trial. Even that move was, they basically told me at court one morning and, yeah. and, and they're like, yo, pack up all your shit. You guys are not coming back. They never wanted to tell us what they're doing with us for okay. security. Yeah. So they were like, yo, oh yeah, pack up all your shit. I'm like, why? What's going on? You guys aren't coming back. I'm like, where are we going? You're going to come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not telling us where we're going. So we're like, fuck, that's bullshit. Our other co uh, Ty was in the West, and me and uh, me and Brub, me and Philip were at Sully's in the East. Mm-hmm. So like, boom, we get to court, and then they tell us, okay, you guys are only from, from court, you guys are going to Don Jail now, mm-hmm. today. So we ended up going to Don Jail, and uh, sorry, what did you ask me, um, what did you ask me again? I think I forgot what you asked When the trial started. started. So yeah, that was, I think it was eight, yeah, 2008, January. But that's pre-trial motions. They call it a trial, but it's actually pre-trial motions. It lasted 18 months. So the actual physical trial didn't happen until 09 June. 09, so five years in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did, I did five years before I got to the pen. Oh, yeah. Five years before I got convicted. That whole case, because they never did it before, it took five years to run the system. Can you imagine that? Normally cases, a regular murder case, as long as it's two years. Yeah. Five years dead time, people don't really understand. It's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Because five years dead time is East Detention Center, done jail. You don't really supposed to do time in that in those jails. In those places. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. It's, it's more it's like a pass by. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a pass through. You go to Penn. Mm-hmm. Three and a half years in, in the East and then two two years in the Don. Mm-hmm. And those jails were, Don's closed on. Those yeah. jails were done. Like, the lab, they're done. Like, it's, yeah. if the guys that were there, it's a moment in time. I'm not going to, it's not a thing to talk. It's not a brag thing. It's not a, but the guys that were there and went through at that time, 
It's a moment. You know what I mean? It was a different time. A lot of things happened. A lot of, you know what I mean? So that kind of prepared us for going where our other Everything. journey. Everything. So then trial yeah. came up now. What made you decide to testify on your own behalf in trial? Because remember, now, when you get on the stand, even if it's in your own behalf, streetway, it might almost seem like snitching. Oh, yeah. Even if I'm just oh yeah here to tell my truth, which is nothing or whatever the case is. So how did you process that in your mind and said, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do to try prove yeah. that I'm innocent. So uh, I'm being young. I was like, fuck. So I had an alibi, mm-hmm. right? And uh, my lawyer is telling me, well, to use your alibi, you have to go in there and, and, and testify. And the way your case is, it's somebody saying that I allegedly confessed to them, mm-hmm. which, which weak grounds I didn't actually do. Mm-hmm. He's, that's the case. So if if you're innocent, any innocent person will be able to show like, yo, I didn't say that. This guy's a liar. Mm-hmm. How we, you can't just sit back. This is the way the court, this is the way he showed it to me. He's like, yeah. if you sit back, and you're saying not guilty, but you're not saying nothing. It looks like you're just sitting back. That's what they, that's what James Locker explained to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, you don't really want to sit back. You want to go up there, and an innocent person goes up there and says, yo, doc, I didn't do this. It's a murder. Right, right, right. And he's, but the problem was I had a, a bunch of wiretaps of bad behavior. Mm. And I had wiretaps. I was even talking shit about my friends. You know how it is. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you I, I, un, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unflattering wiretaps. None of them are about, like, badness or violence or nothing, but it's unflattering shit. Where they want to now question me in to see if I would say what I meant by that and I see if I would lie. Because any lie ruins the whole alibi. Because that means if you're lying about this, what else are you lying about? So with So the, they had wires to try and cross me on, you know. So with the wiretaps, were there something that was they read from transcript or they actually played those? Yeah, they played them. That's what the that's what does the that was the worst. Uh, mm-hmm. That was probably that's why they built the courtrooms. Mm-hmm. So they built these courtrooms with us glass caged in. It looks like that. But what they also did, put in surround sound, like a damn theater. Bro, they, i never forget it. It was like, shh, shh, 294, we have a top calling on June 7th. Call at 519. This call lasts two minutes and 17 seconds involving Mr. Wisdom and Mr. Musk. You know, you don't know what yeah. the fuck that call is. What the fuck you said. Your armpits are sweating like shit. Yo, Aguan, you money. It's crazy. It yeah. sounds surround sound. These people are not from our side of the world, right? They're not so from they our culture. They're looking at us understand. like, and we, we sound pretty fucked. It's pretty fucked. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't lie, bro. Yeah. It's, it's it's hard. That's all I was worried. I was on the stand now having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And there's criminality going on on the phone where I have to confess, or not confess to, but at least be straight with. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, that's what I was doing there. You know, mm-hmm. This is my life on the line. Mm-hmm. It's murder. So anything else to me is soft. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dope, whatever that's soft. Yeah, I was selling dope. That's yeah. what I do. You know what I mean? Period. You know, I'm not keeping it real. I didn't do this this murder. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's just trying to like basically and the talk of always going on there and oh you're you're you're, you're telling or Ray, Ray, Ray. That's another thing I have to go over with my own with my people. So I had to call some of my older guys when I was in the Bing on conference, my yeah. coes, talk to them because they didn't really want me to go. And I understand why too. Because For sure. like, they we didn't really want to do that. But I had to because I have an alibi. My lawyer's like, yo, listen, if you I have an alibi, right? And yeah. you don't go on the stand. Mm-hmm. If you get convicted, God forbid, you won't be able to get an appeal like that. Got you. You get me? Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, and what happened? I got fucking convicted anyway, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I did that, bro. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, so like, you know, I get it. But they they didn't want to go on the stand because they had a lot more baggage too. So like stuff to be crossed on. You know what I mean? Which is, we're, we're, none of us look like, like angels. And I'm the only one that looks like a, 
better than you two as far as you know what I mean. And I'm not good. If you don't want to hear nothing talk yeah. about you guys, you know what I'm okay. So as soon as you decide to like, okay, I'm going to testify on my behalf. That's when they could actually play the the phone recordings and stuff like that. Oh no, they could play. They're playing that all all throughout the all throughout the trial. Different, different. But, but you can't get cross exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm open. See, when you when you when now uh, when you take the stand, you are open mm-hmm. to to everything. You're not just a day in question of. That's why my colleagues don't want to take it because maybe they're a bit older, a bit more records. It's open, a lot more stuff going on. You're open to everything as far as your record, mm-hmm. uh, the wiretaps. What did you mean? What did you mean when you said this by this year? Yeah. What did you mean by that? Let's clarify that a little bit. You know what I mean? Let's clarify this and it's trying to get you into. You know what I mean? Saying something uncool mm-hmm. to mess up your life. I'm not stupid. You know what I mean? So I wasn't gonna say the cool thing. I'm like, nigga, I already said what I said on on the wire. You guys heard it. I'm not gonna back away from that position. Yeah. I'm not a fool. You know what I mean? So that's. Kind of the polys of it, you know what I mean? But being through the time, the 18 months that sitting and doing pre-child custody, mm-hmm. I was able to read disclosure. And I was able to, so those the calls, I was able to read some of the transcripts. And So what I did, instead of just going to court every day and just sitting there and staring at the roof and smoking weed all day, mm-hmm. I read everything. Mm-hmm. I did. I read everything I could. And I'm talking, it's enough. I'm talking enough stuff, brother. Yeah. Enough. But I needed to know everything they know. You know what I mean? This is my life. This is my life. life. Now, I need to know everything they know. Mm-hmm. And so I know. So while I was on the stand, I was confident because I know everything. I know my life. I know this. You, I know what you guys have over there. Yeah. I know everything we're going. Me and my Lord went over this. I know where you can go, where you can't go, what you could say. I know everything. Mm-hmm. That's what, by reading all those things, I was confident going up there. You know? And uh, honestly, like, for your life, I think you should. I would recommend it if um, your life is on the line. For your appeal and everything else, it does look away. If mm-hmm. you st- if you sit there and you don't deny the allegations, open and loudly, mm-hmm. it looks away. That's what my lawyer told me. He's like, listen, the white people will do that. Someone said you went to that. Jim's going up there saying, no, I fucking didn't. You know what I mean? No fucking way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. So. so, it took it from there. So, then, no, you did the 18 months pre-trial. How long was a trial actually for? Trial was about two months, two, two and a half months. Mm-hmm. And the trial, what they did now, which was... We were, we were, we were, we didn't, we didn't appreciate which way I, I, I hate it. I think everybody should got an appeal. So I won my appeal, but my two co-leads should also win theirs too. Mm-hmm. In the trial, bro, they're playing a bunch of wires of my whole Money Mart series, mm-hmm. 31 wiretaps of two other people, the girl and the guy landing it up, just to try and show how we organize. Right? Yeah. But they're boring out the people. And gave me the jury's like, eh, it's some shit. That's what they do. People don't understand the, uh, the trickery in court, the trickery. So they played the witness. Allegedly, they had said I said whatever, mm-hmm. and then the other guy they played the first day, first days, first 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 two days they played those guys up quick, quick, got everybody going, and then dragged all a bunch buried, of buried their buried first it. Day, oh buried. my god, with a bunch of like shit of just wiretaps of this drug dealing, trying to show organization. The jury more time was like literally sleeping. I seen them, you know what I mean? And they they, they so what they did was the murder trial and the case on everybody is very weak. Mm-hmm. So they clogged it with a bunch of other organized crime, badness. This guy's mm-hmm. buying bullets. This guy buys drugs. Look at these guys. They're definitely, they definitely have the 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 potential or the means to do mm-hmm. stuff like this. Yeah. Cool, but doesn't that's not actually proof. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you know what I mean? But to remember, remember to, to the jury and stuff from our world. So looking as we're all big guys. I'm like 6'5". Mm-hmm. My two cores are both 6'1", 6'2". You know what I mean? We're, we're big. We don't look, we look like possibly. 
So that's what people are not telling you. And I'll tell you kids right now, you're innocent to prove, you're guilty to prove innocent. You have to prove your innocence. Yeah. We you just don't get it twisted or innocent. No, you have to prove you didn't do it. Stop that. Don't look, don't look, we're not from that world where you're innocent to proven guilty. That's not us. That's not for us. Because if I'm pretty sure if you're innocent until proven guilty, you would have gotten bail and you could fight it exactly. from the outside. Oh. And if I'm convicted, then you take exactly. me. Exactly. I was clearly guilty right away of the way they held me down, the way they, not, I wasn't guilty, but the way they dealt with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They just, no, 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 nothing. All the way till, fuck, till the appeal. Like nothing. They wouldn't yeah. give us. So even in the trial now, when, when do you know, okay, this doesn't seem to be going my way at all right now. You see that that's that's another that's a thing too, right? Man, I didn't really understand because uh, in the trial, mm -hmm. things that were supposed to be like, um, like things that we like we actually instead of the opposite of that, basically. So, guys, so he went on the stand and he says he's supposed to be no reason to say this, this, and that. He's saying some other shit to be more shit, and my, we're getting at him even better. Yeah. So there was parts in the trial where I believe that we did better than we thought we did. We thought we were going to. Yeah. So the witness, in my case, did some shit, tore them up. The other witness was going out of recanting. A lot of stuff was going on. So, like, the trial actually, like, went better than I thought. Okay. If you could understand that as far as, like, they're trying to do all what they're trying to do, but this guy's lying for no reason, and the lawyers are, are carting him up sick. and they're, they're doing a good job. I felt like they're doing a good job of showing that he's a liar and shit like that. And like, um, like he's lying about stuff we didn't like dumb shit. He's, we're fucking him up on, and like the other ones getting like certain things were going all right. Like it wasn't like a bad, but just being naive and thinking that it's a fair game and everything's. A, but it's really not. We're yeah. black guys in there, and they're not really really care if this guy. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what I thought. Like that's why I getting convicted. I thought we could beat because it went better. Dude's like lying some dumb shit. We talk, I didn't lie on my testimony. This guy's lying here. My lawyer proved it. He's like, yo, he proved it. He proved him to be a liar, like, proved, like, over and over, like, over in different, different times where he was saying, he would say shit where, like, oh, was this guy there? Like, yeah, Muscle was there for sure. And we have, well, we have paperwork knowing Muscle was not there. He's in jail. So you, we, so we're going to say it again. You know, are you sure Mike was there? Like, yeah, because you know what? It was Muscle's idea to even go there. Yeah. That's easy. He's going even sicker. He's so going even, even further. Yeah, even further. I'm like, yo, we know he wasn't there. So we, we hit all these points. Didn't matter. That's why, that's why I feel like, I worry about the next time anybody go you go up in front of that you're you're you're, you're fucked. You could have an alibi. Dude's not lying on you. Could prove him to be a liar. You could do all this shit. You still do thirteen years. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't come on, I wish I was. I'd be doing double life. That's crazy. So then, even now, went through the trial, all this. When the jury came back, mm -hmm. right when the jury came back, they usually say if the jury looks at you, mm -hmm. you're you're okay. If they don't look at you. And you're going to convict you. Do you remember actually looking at the jury at the time and getting yep. a sense of what they were about to do? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to look at them during the trial, and you know, I never seen none of them before. Ever. I used to look at them during the trial though, and uh, and uh, there was looks and looks away, and looks and some were looking and some were nodding. But then the time when they came with the jury foreman, the one lady that I used to always make eyes with and shit, she wasn't looking at me. Like they came with the jury for a day. Not like she, I used to always look at her and she'd look at me and like you know nothing, but you know, yeah. but you know a little little communication. She wouldn't look at me. She came with the and she was doing everything else. And she knows that we she knows that we we always casually make eyes. Yeah. Nothing to it. She's an older lady. Nothing like nothing like that. But we always just look. She was on some. 
not looking, not, looking not, not purposely. Yeah, like so somebody like, she might have thought I was not guilty, but they convinced her. That's how the jury rooms go. There could be a little struggle, it was a couple of days, and then they're like, okay, fine. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? They probably could have did it anyway. They have the means to. Like they look like mm-hmm. the guys that you know, they could have probably did it. Possibly. Type. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Then you know, then nobody wants like an an OJ thing, right? And these people they don't want to oh, free up the man or walking out of court like Tupac. That's what the whole world didn't want to see. You know what I mean? That's what we're not understanding. Yeah. Nobody, all this ETF, all this stuff here, all this stuff here. Do you really think they're going to fucking come across the bus out and walk out the thing yeah. stuff? Like a movie? You know what I'm saying? And we wanted it to happen like that, but bro, it just didn't but seem looking realistic. Looking back, it didn't seem like to that possibly, was... That was not going to happen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, hell no. They spent way too much money. She, she, was, she was not looking at me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? She's giving me the basic, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I fucked you. I knew I thought, I gave you a look I was good at, I thought, but then, nah. You know what I mean? And then now when you heard, because the thing, whenever, I've never been to court, mm-hmm. but whenever you see it on TV, they, it seems like they read all of these things mm-hmm. before they come back with the guilty or not guilty. Yeah, oh yeah. You see that? It almost seems like it's an eternity mm-hmm. of you guys reading these things. Just tell me if I'm guilty or and not. And there's three of so us too. Do so they have to go through all the guys. So mm-hmm. they be like, count one on, baby, 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 boom. So you just watched your mans you grew up with. We all grew up to we brothers. Get a life sentence. Mm-hmm. Seeing here, like fuck, you know, it's the next man's turn. Like, yo, I'm like, fuck, this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought during this whole five years that we were going to figure this out and shit. Yeah. Although it seemed unrealistic to get out with the ETF and stuff, but they did. I did thought we were yeah. going to make, bro. I that was choked. That was a, that was one of the hardest um, days of my entire life. Still, you know what I mean, yeah. I would, I would say so, especially mm. if you knew. That going in, you felt like, okay, I'm sinking, I'm sinking, I'm sinking, yeah. and I can't get up, then it's still going to hit you harder. Life is, life yeah. is, but you going in thinking, okay, I might think I'm pretty good, but pretty I see good. the optics of what's going on, yeah. so it shouldn't be that bad. But then when they say, Mr. Wisdom, guilty, guilty. Too. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I had an alibi, a good alibi, solid. I would understand. I had a lawyer, Richard Posner, understand on my on part of my alibi. Mm-hmm. I had a strong case against one guy saying shit. Your other witness said that I wasn't there. Jesus Christ! Everybody's saying I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking serious? You so know what I mean? you're, you're there was no DNA, nope. no ballistics, so it's basically conviction off, convicted off of what somebody. Yeah, somebody, off somebody eyewitness no, testimony. No, he's on the eyewitness. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that I confessed to them. Mm-hmm. Right? He said that I confessed to them, but the confession. That he says it's in the book. He says like he's saying that I confessed to shooting a Rasta man, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, how long was Rasta's?" When my lawyer asked him, "Well, how long were the Rasta's?" Well, the Rasta man's last was like, "No, it's like here." Mm-hmm. And he said, "What did you, what did he tell you?" He said he went into the Rasta man, shot him in the head, some head shot, all kind of stuff. The facts of the case is the person that died did not get shot in the head, mm-hmm. did not get shot that way, and they were not a Rasta man at all. Mm-hmm. They never had dreads or ball like me. Yeah. So he, the guy, the the the, the, the uh, rat or witness thinks that. The guy looks like this, he, but he doesn't actually know. Got so he's you. telling the police that, and the police fucking know. The police fucking know that what you're saying, yo, listen, no Rastaman got shot in no head. First yeah. of all, there's no Rastaman. Mm-hmm. Second, nobody got shot in the head. What the fuck are you guys talking about? You know what I mean? But they still like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all right, bad, bad. And it still ran, ran, ran. Look how far it ran, dog. And my lord got him. My lord said, I can't be mad because they got him to say, yo, so what do you look at? And, then they did, and he's going, yeah, we had a Rasta like this and this. And he's saying he did this to him. And well, 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 he's like, wouldn't it surprise you if I got an autopsy report here that no one was shot in their head? Mm-hmm. That day, mm, that's not how much shots were fired. This much shots were fired. Mm-hmm. Um, no one had dreadlocks. He was clean shaven, actually, like uh, like me and you. And uh, would that surprise you? Well, I'll have to say that. Well, that's not what he told me. 
That's why we told him for him to. So, so if I told you that, then then I then I lied to you. Then if, if, if you believe him, then I, yeah. where's that roster? There, 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 there's some somebody lied to somebody. Somebody there, here, buddy. This is the victim. This is the real shit. Mm-hmm. So like, what's going on? And they still convicted me, lock. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get to thing here, but you brought up a yeah. good point. When you see now somebody is saying something to you that's untrue, and this is somebody that you know. Yeah. What is that feeling like out of yeah, this whole thing going on? That's another um growth experience where it's something I can't really even learn or it's like a psychologist couldn't teach her. Mm-hmm. You have to go through the, I went through some things like that crushed. Like I know him, like we're that close, but dog, what you're saying is like, you know, this is not true. Like I can't understand. Yeah, it was hard. I was, um, it's just different. And plus you're finding this out while inside in prison. So you're not around. They separate us around one, two people. around a bunch of other criminals. You're going through that experience too, mm-hmm. being tough in jail and shit. So you don't really have people to talk to like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how to talk to you about these type of things. Yeah. On the phone, your girl is only so much. Mm-hmm. They're not from that world. So nobody really, you're nobody to talk to really. You got to read your Bible and mentally tough. And at that time now, I'm getting a lot of trouble in jail now. I'm young and, you know, going through a lot. So a lot of time is segregation. Mm-hmm. Rather, yeah, a lot too much. Rather you're going to go crazy mm-hmm. or you're going to figure out who you are as a man mm-hmm. straight up. You know what I mean? There's no middle ground. No. Uh, not as much as not as much as me, my brother, certain guys did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as much. It's either it's either it's gonna push you over the edge, yeah, or you're gonna figure you're gonna out figure it out. As like okay, now I started figuring out a system. Like yo, these aren't really my enemies here. I can't fight these guys on their turf. Mm-hmm. Are you retarded? The system is the gang, the correction officer, the staff. You cannot. Are this is it? Mm-hmm. Until you fucking understand that, you're gonna do a lot of. T- I did, I thought it was tough. Everybody thinks yeah. it's tough, buddy. One thing I tell you, corrections anywhere around the world, buddy, you're not tough for them. There's just so much. It's like the Matrix. They just keep coming. It's, but mm-hmm. you have to remember, you're inside of their, their thing. House. Yeah, like yeah. like I was still naive, thinking that like, we're not getting the fact yeah. that, buddy, you're gonna tough guy the. We, they could the put situation. you in a hole and not make the nurse see you. For they could do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get into certain things, but they could do all kind of stuff where. Yeah. yeah. Remember, you're you're six feet. This is a guy that could be four feet. And has that type of power over you. They do, and they mm-hmm. and, and he push he push one button. They come like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I don't care who Keep you coming. are. I don't care who you are. You're not gonna win. You know what I mean? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna end up in the whole brook up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you better just you get to learn, as a man. You learn. Okay, you can figure this out. Mm-hmm. There must be a way we can figure this out. You know what I'm saying? When did you decide that? Okay, we're here now. Yeah. Let me either get back into school, start trying to get myself better. When did when did that happen for you? Was it a a year? Uh, when did that happen? Uh, yeah. So after, so going through the, which was unfortunate, I tried to get schooling done in the provincial system at that time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't available. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the, the penitentiary, Millhaven, Jayuna Max. Mm-hmm. So every everybody that's convicted of murder has to do two years in Millhaven, Jayuna Max at okay. that time to be assessment. They call it. Just make sense before you send it to a medium. Mm-hmm. So in that Max is only guys that on murder or guys that are in trouble. For doing stuff in the regular medium. So if you stab someone in Joyce, you go to Jane and Max. Mm-hmm. So Jane and Max got all the tough guys. Just period. Mm-hmm. There's not a guy in there that wasn't like half crazy and tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So one of those places. But anyway, so what they did was the lifers, I was a lifer. <laughs> crazy. You know what I'm saying? The lifers now, we couldn't do school for a year. We had to do our first year in there was like 23 hour lockdown, was on some like yeah, uh, I think it was twenty-two hour lockdown. Some lockdown shit. We couldn't work off the range. Like you have jobs, you can do. We couldn't do none of that. You, you mm-hmm. come in your first year, you got to be like you're really assessed. 
So like, you couldn't go to school or nothing. Got to just go to the yard and work out and just like if they're watching you to see if you're like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Can you make it to school and not fucking yeah. looking crazy? So yeah. So uh, that I, I I when I got to Jane and Max, I was trying to transition. That's when I tried to make the transition as far as schooling, as far as um, behaving myself yeah. in the system because I understood now. You can either leave Jane and Max and go to Collins Bay or Joyce for the other just or the jail they call Fenbrook. And then guys were explaining to me it's like Club Fet. Like you got you can cook your food there. Like okay. it's not like a, a jail, like you go and buy your groceries. Yeah. And you cook your food. Like they it's have almost like, like a camp type of camp type thing. Yeah. Like and it's set up like a big campus. Yeah. And so the man and like and the older guys when they get they will tell you that like, man of milk and honey, yo, you just do your thing properly, talk to your PO. Try and get there, man. You don't fuck around with these guys. Try and get yeah. there. So that was like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna try and mm-hmm. be good to try and yeah. get there, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, that's when I decided. That first year though, was a hectic year in uh in, uh, in, uh, in Jason. That that place kind of straightened me up as far as what to how I wanted to be, how okay. I wanted to do this time. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be, because I'm looking at it as a lifer, I know my appeal yeah. is coming, but I'm, if I'm going to be doing life like this, yeah. I don't think I could do life around these guys like this. Not saying I'm not tough and crazy. I'm just like them. But bro, who the fuck wants to do? You, know what I'm All, oh, you don't want to have to be on. All, all point, day, all, every day. Jesus Christ! The two mm-hmm. years, six months with mm-hmm. the fucking with the crazies. Mm-hmm. I've just doing five years in the e, uh, with the other crazies in the city and shit. Mm-hmm. I've been on bar, literally bar and grill and metal mm-hmm. for seven years, like straight. And you're telling me there's a place where I can like cook my own food. Yeah. There's doors swinging, your own room. You want, to get I need there. to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying PFE, my girl come. Mm-hmm. I need to fix. That. I cannot live with these madmen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're madmen. Every yeah. minute. There was a thing kicking off. I'm even guilty of being a madman because as a, as a madman, you mm-hmm. cannot do that. There's no way you can steer yourself. But if, you, if you're going into a mad world, you have no, to you be have to mad be, yes, to yes. exist in yeah. a mad world. Yeah. And, the, I mean? and deep down was always like, yo, get out of there. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an interesting story because I did, let me show you how the system works. I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I did everything nice. Things happened there. Guys died in there. Things I seen a bunch of shit. So my PO was like, yo, if I do good, you can mm-hmm. send me to Fembrook. Did my thing, did good. And this guy's telling me, yo, the SIO, which is security, telling me, yo, nah, we don't want you to go to Fenbrook, you know, although you did your school, although you did every, although you fucking kissed our ass and did everything yeah. you're supposed to, nah, you know what I mean? We don't want to send you there, Um, you're going to have to go to Joyceville. I'm like, that's some bullshit. So I signed for Joyceville. I had a PFV, which is a, a visit with your girlfriend or the family member. Okay. So I had a three-day PFV with her. Okay. So as I signed that, I tell the guys in the in the, in the jail, yo, I'm going to Joyceville, right, right. I go to my PFV. Come back the following Monday, where P.O. calls me down. He's like, yo, we just got information that you have an incompatible in Joyceville. So how the penitentiary works, yeah, how the penitentiary works, like, they won't send you to jails if you have incompatible issues with people. Okay, so I guess it's somebody that was yes. in your trial or something or, or, like no, that. Oh, that's what it is. Either somebody in your trial um, or somebody in the, anybody that knows your name. So when you when someone goes to like a jail, they see your PO, they could be like, well, I'm a, they, they could snitch you out and be like, oh, I don't want to be in here with this guy, this guy. So it could be from the, the, the jail. We did five years in the bucket. That five years in the bucket was a lot of stuff, mm. a lot of enemies, a lot of stuff yeah. happened. You know what I mean? So I had an incompatible in uh, Collins Bay and an incompatible in uh, Joyful. All of a sudden, because uh, Joyful was fine. They checked it. Yeah. Everything was fine. When I went back and told the man them I was going to Joyful, and two on the phone to one two man that spread so quick within that week within that within that week when yeah. I come back Monday my people call me down and say yo we just received information that you have any a man found out I was coming to Joyceville and said nah blocked me mm-hmm. and I was like what like yeah you have to go guess what you have to go to Fenbrook 
I was like, yeah, Joe works. I was like, he posts these. He's got, you know, they tried to hate on me. It's everything right. And look, they know. Ha ha. You know what I mean? Like, ha, fuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was so happy. I was like, good. He was like, I, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, sick. He mm-hmm. guys tried to fucking. I'm, I'm like, who's in Drift? Who did that anyway? Because mm-hmm. I had a couple guys, that, my friends that I knew over there. So like, work gets around, but dudes are not. With, yeah. That's what I'm sure if I learned. That's why I want that the streets is not what you think. You guys are mm-hmm. tough. They're not tough. They're going to put you out. They snitch you out. So, but I'm pretty sure you learned quickly too to keep certain stuff to yourself. I learned right away. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing too, I'll give an interesting story. We're in reception. Before you get to Jane, there's a thing called reception. Mm-hmm. There's guys, and I have the paperwork on it, sending in kites from Jane at reception, Jane at Max. This is big, bad Jane we've been hearing about, mm-hmm. that they don't want us there. They tried to um, block us from going there. Yes. But so you have Jane at Max and you have KP. Kingston Penn is where like Bernardo... Uh, all those extreme rapists, weirdo yeah. guys, that's their max. Got you. Jane was the solid max for the men. But so the men tried to push us out to go over there. Okay. Going over there is kind of staying up for, yeah. for, for, a, for a G, it's kind of a staying up thing still. Got you know it. what I mean? You get me? Yeah. So they tried to stain us up. Yeah. And then we, 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 we talked to the committee, which we, we forced our way through and got through there. So men were there that didn't want us there. It's weird. Like I'm saying, like, a lot of this, like I'm saying, a lot of this, that's what I'm trying to tell the youth, them, all this tough guys, gang stuff, bro, careful, because it's not what you think. They're all not like that. And they're, they're going to tell. Yeah. And they're on the, so it's not worth it. You, this whole life isn't what, it's not what I, what I thought. You know, you could be committed to it one way, bro, there's just not what you think. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So don't. Don't even do it. You know? Like that. So then now you got over to the, the club fed. You know what I mean? You're doing your time. So then now was that when you decided to better yourself, yes. try to educate yourself, yes. try to think of forward yes. thinking at that time? That's exactly yeah. what I did. Yeah. I got the club fed. I went to Centennial College because okay. we're doing uh, correspondence. Mm-hmm. It was school in there too, like a school and everything. So like you need to do a test, whatever, a teacher, a proctor exam for you. And you could do it on a computer. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's set up. It's pretty, pretty good actually. And you what, can get what, did, what do you take? Business. Yeah. Business management, yeah. You knew, but again, you remember earlier on in the conversation, I yeah. said, if you're on the street, your skills are transferable. Yep. You just had to learn the technical terms of, of exactly what it, it is. It, it was already stuff here. we already knew. Yeah. Product placement, uh, like all that stuff that you knew. The psychology of people, like the colors and people like, you know what I mean? But now they get, they broke it down, down so you could read it and understand yeah. what it, this is something you might have just known just by being out in the street. But now they gave you a blueprint. Like they gave you the, the, the terminology, the words, like mm-hmm. talk to people in that world with half a sense. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I was, so I did, a, actually, in that job, I did a lot. I didn't actually, other people will know. I uh, got the, uh, the college thing done. I got on this thing called the inmate committee. Inmate committee is something that only the inmates in the jail can vote on. It's the highest job you could have mm-hmm. as far as job. It pays the most. And it's the inmate welfare committee, basically. So we would talk to, the warden every month, uh, every other department head and have meetings represent the guys. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you got in trouble at your job or in trouble, I could go and talk to your PO and we, that type of thing. And that position is voted on from the guys mm-hmm. in the jail. So you have to put it like, it's like an election. There's a president. Got hey, I got to vote and beat out this guy. I got to get guys to vote for me. Like, yo, I got your back type thing. Mm-hmm. And um, do it like that. So, um, but, but they wouldn't let me do it because I'm a gang member. So this is the thing now. They ever think this STG should so I was a gang member that wouldn't let me do it. Mm-hmm. So no gang members could have those kind of positions because of the position. Like I said, yeah. we deal with the warden, the canteen money. We get to uh, divvy. There's a lot going on with that position. A yeah. lot. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a so top, you have to be trusted. It's a top trust position. Yeah. It's basically like a top trust position. I can go when you're a PO and read. There's some shit that people wouldn't, yeah. So um, I got the position. No, what happened was uh, they didn't want to give it to me because I'm a gang member. 
So I had to write to my PO and SIO. They had to call the police. Mm-hmm. The police had to uh, designate me as he's a member of the Galway Boys, but he's currently inactive. So with that inactive is now me an STG to have a position of that. I was the first guy in Canada to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nobody, there's nobody done that. Yeah. There's nobody, there's no, because everybody on the, there's no gang member nor on the committee. You none of them know me. I'm on the committee. Vice chair, like, see, he's on the committee. Like, like yo, yeah. Like, I'm setting ground. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. letting, this is new shit. This is big. People don't know, but this is big. You know what I yeah. mean? Because on the committee now, the canteen makes money and we're in charge of the money that we make. In prison, you make, we make 10% off of everything off of that sale. So there's a money there. Okay. So I'm going to the, the account, there's like 60 grand in the account. So our job now is committees, we write proposals to the warden, like, yo, the gym is this way, it's dilapidated, we need to wear it. So I got there now, you know me, I'm a baller. Mm-hmm. Basketball courts, fucking wooden backboards, all this crap. I got on the committee, bro, glass backboards, NBA rims. I went online, FIBA thing with the social development program. You can go online, you can pick out the things and they have the money now, yeah. so you can fuck with it. So now I talked to everybody in jail, um, a lot of my boys play hockey. A lot of white guys, a lot of black guys that play hockey. You got some hockey stuff. Your treadmill, better treadmill. Well, like basically for the, you spend the money for the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, yeah, that was a big thing there. Like where I could have chose to just be convicted and be an asshole and be mad and wait for my appeal and kick rocks all day long. Mm-hmm. Or I could choose to help. So part of that job too was where change where like I take guys to their POs, some guys I would never talk to. In the mm-hmm. provincial system, you have some rapists and certain people that I don't deal with, yeah. period. So when I got in the committee, the committee's open, like you gotta deal with everybody. You know what I mean? So I'm in meetings with this guy and his shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I probably wouldn't fucking, you know what I mean? Fuck with this guy. But you know what? Since we're all convicts, I was able to get that through my head. We're all on this side and yeah. that's that side. So since we're on this side, let's just well, work with you. I'm not letting them punk you off. Yeah. Although we that kind of shit, I seen your paperwork, some fuckers still. Yeah. But look at tell the man them, but yo. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I'm on the duty like that. I, I grew up. Yeah. I grew up. Me and the East and the Dom probably wouldn't have did that. We probably would have jumped on you type of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? But I grew up and I was like, nah, this is the fight. This is the fight. Mm-hmm. The fight is them and us, not us. Mm-hmm. How much time have we been to keep doing this, bro? Us and us and us and us. I'm watching them looking at us. Same thing out here. On the, same thing. It's yeah. general, you know? That's not the fight. You know? They're your brother is not your fight. You know? So you did your time and all this. So then now... How fast or how slow was your appeal? Forever. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, 09, I didn't get out of 2017. The appeal started in 09. I got convicted, we started right away. Yeah. And I didn't get out of 2017, October, October 5th. So eight years after the fact. Ridiculous, bro. They said that was going to be 18 months. Then they said two years. They said, Yo, like that. Another, you know what it's like to call your people mm-hmm. every Christmas or birthday, but to say I don't even have anything to say anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh well, next year because the appeal said we did that 2011, yeah, 2012, 13, 14, 15. I'm watching like I watched LeBron James' whole career in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like That's I've watched wild from, to think about. Yeah, well, I watched from I remember Detroit. We're in the East banging on the glass when they lost to Detroit mm-hmm. when he was a young boy. Like I've been watching. It's crazy. Like when I think about, I was saying I, I that bothers me still. Like to being. Losing my twenties like that, because yeah, remember was, you went in nineteen, 19 yeah. so you have one year le- left to go into your twenties. But you came out when you're thirty two, thirty two, thirty three, uh, twenty seventeen October. So yeah, one of the majors. So yeah. you're like thinner, as you said, it's your whole of your twenties mm-hmm. are gone. Gone, you know what I mean. But then now it's like you were, you're almost lucky because you went in young, but you still came out relatively young. Young, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to take it's not over. Mm-hmm. But I was able to learn a lot too, because like honestly, before I went in, that wasn't thinking uh, the right way. There was really no guidance. Maybe the guidance would have came and stuff, 
But part of me going in there did. That's why you know, we thank God. But you got to walk the path. You just got to walk. Because part of maybe it saved my life. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, I, it was fucked. It's still fucked. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy about it. But, yo, it took me out of the game. Mm-hmm. And I got around. Even some guys I didn't get along with. I ended up doing time with them and learn and meeting them and knowing them. So yeah. now I end up knowing, like, good, we play ball. Like, yo, it's not all what you think. Who's We're supposed all, to be an yeah, yeah, he's not really an op, bro. Mm-hmm. How about this? The guy that you don't like, he don't like. Yeah. He never liked him. <laughs> you know what I mean? He never liked him. He just grew up in the same neighborhood yeah. with him. And you know what I'm saying? He never, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of stuff is like, we figured out, yeah. you know? If somebody from the future came to you on your 18th birthday and said, listen, you could either stay on the path that you're on and whatever happens, happens, or you could be put away for 13 years and you come out and your life is going to be completely different. Would you have taken a deal like that? Holy shit, that's a good question. Honestly, I'm going to say yeah, because I know what I was doing before I got um, arrested for this. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if I would have been able to. Well, I don't know, because like relationships were built while I was away. Mm-hmm. And I, when I, if I was around, I still would have been a part of the relationship like I am now. You know what I mean? I probably would have been more deeper with certain relationships, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I'm new to now as far as, like, my resume, as far as certain things are not that deep. So, But um, I was living kind of not good, mm-hmm. you know? So it's hard. It's a hard question. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard because 13 yeah. is a long time. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, Remember, shit. You, you, were, you were worried about six months. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you told me I'd do 13, there was no way I would say I'd do yeah. 13. Actually, what? Your life is going to be completely different. Hell no, I ain't do no 13. That, that 18-year-old is saying, yeah. hell no, I ain't do no 13. Yeah. You crazy, nigga. I'll just I ain't doing 13 path. months. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stick on this path right Yeah, and I'll try and figure it out. Guy, you told up. me this, I'm going to try and move smarter. Yeah. That <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But 13 years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you came up. So then now when you when you got the appeal, the appeal came up. When you actually won the appeal now, what was that feeling like? Oh, man, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Because, man, so I, I, I got to give you some backup. So in the pen, now your PO is like in charge of telling you what to do your correctional plan. And part of your correctional plan is accountability. Okay. So you need to be accountable for your crimes. So part of the life, or if you don't, if you're not accountable and say why you murdered or what you did, then you're not, not going to get out. This is the bottom line. You can, mm-hmm. you can sit in there forever. You can do good, but you're not going to get out. So I had accountability issues because I said I had an appeal and I didn't do it. And she's like, mm, yeah, okay, but well, there, everybody didn't do it. Yeah, and then I, that's what that you know, that's what I understood with her. She was like, "Listen, Jason, everybody, there's not everybody says this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I get it, but I'm gonna I'm move my appeal to start." She's like, "Yeah, okay, how's your appeal going? <laughs> year two, year three, mind you, it's been a, they've been clowning me for a bit. You know what I mean? So when I got that thing, um, oh, wisdom, your lawyer wants you to call him. I was like, yeah, got the call. Yeah, oh my God, bro, I don't even, I don't even know what that felt like. I don't even, I faded off, man. I almost, yeah. I almost, fade, I almost fell." And he's so direct. Uh, James was like, "Yes, Jason, we won. We got a decision." You know what I'm saying? Like he was just so like affirmative. Like yeah. that's something we got it. You know, mm-hmm. we're taking you over. Oh, I'm talking to him. This guy's like, "Wisdom, red bag." And we're, I'm saying you're going to um, provincial because start over again. I'm like, "Oh shit, they're moving this fast. Like it's yeah. fast, fast, fast." I'm like, "Oh shit." It was like almost a snail, and then just lightning speed. Boom, lightning speed. And then now, so, but it, it was interesting because like. I called my brother. My brother was in Collins Bay at the time with my Koei, with Philip Atkins, with Brub. So, and then, like, you know, like, it's fucked. They didn't win their appeal, too. Mm. So that's just fucked up, you know? So, like, he's happy for me, but they didn't win theirs. And I really, it's fucked, you know? 
And then so we got in a car. I talked to him and Ty. We all talked. We all just talked on conference. Yeah, it's just, it's a hard feeling. You know, it's hard. I know they should be with me. It's hard. You know what I mean? Like, you're happy, but oh, fuck, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get time to even enjoy the happiness. No. Okay, I'm going home, but who I came in with here is not going home. So it's fucked. And then now they're running me off the phone telling me to get the fucking thing, go to Penetang, go back to the East Center mm-hmm. and do this whole thing again. So I'm thinking I have to do the whole dance again. Right? So, so yeah, I, the feeling though is, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. That's never, wow. I don't think I could ever compare that feeling to anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not money. I remember, not this was just an appeal. This yeah. wasn't, uh, okay, not guilty. This was just winning the appeal. Winning the appeal, winning the chance to fight again. Yeah. Yeah. So the chance to go back to the provincial system, back to the bucket, mm-hmm. where that was another experience. And I was like, this is crazy. I left it so long ago. I left it in 09, mm-hmm. came back 2017. That's a the lot pen of is, Yeah, the pen is different. The pen, one thing to give you the respect, you're doing a lot of time to give you some respect. So you're allowed to get certain things. You have a TV in your cell. Mm-hmm pop you have certain things you can buy like you're living here we get it we get it so we're not like you know what i'm saying in the, the, the those tension centers you're passing through mm-hmm. so they're giving you soap like that you can't even buy like or bless the pen you could buy like some good shampoo this or you, you, you're really living like a dog like when i came back and seen it like remember like yo this is how they have us living yeah. it was harder for me yeah. although i did five years in it it was like oh no this is ridiculous i gotta either figure this out go back to the pen i cannot stay like this mm-hmm. this is nuts i'm not doing five years around these guys again no way you know what i'm saying like no way so uh they tricked me they told me they were gonna do uh a new trial and that not the case and then uh, they called me for court morning and that wasn't they just told me that uh my lawyer was like okay we're gonna push it over so set it's their first appearance so when you come to your first appearance it's always really nothing your first real appearance is like just nothing you know what i mean we go there my lawyer's not there there's duty council there's our representatives there and, and then they're talking and he's like, yeah, we're probably going to put the duty council lawyer's like, yeah, we're probably going to put it on. Mm-hmm. Telling me, like, what you basically Yeah, 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 what I expected, you know what I'm saying? The crowd's like, yeah, we're going to, wait, 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 we're going to actually, we're, we're going to stay this matter until we have new information. I'm like, that's what they said that tricked me. They're saying it so fast. Stay means that within a year, they can come charge you back with finding new evidence. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay, but everybody's free to go. But he's saying it fast and mumbling. It was another one when I got hit with a murder charge. Mm-hmm. But zoomed in, zoomed out. I was just hearing, they're just, everybody's talking mm-hmm. and nobody's really. Looking at me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. This is a sister. Like everybody's doing what they're doing about me and shit. But nobody's like looking at me. Okay, you can go there. Everybody's doing. I'm looking at everybody like yo. So you're so, almost confused at this point. So I look at. So I look at the, the CEO. Like CEO. He's like, yo, you have anything else? A jacket? Anything? You grew up? Like, I'm a jacket. Me out. And I'm not going to nothing. I'm like, what? Yeah, like oh. get me out. I had to, the the lawyer representative guy to talk to him and cut the phone and like literally talk to me for like two minutes. Like talk me into like mind them. I'm I'm out of the jail now. Like out of jail. I'm in the court. Like behind the scenes where you get fuck. Like I'm free and unhandcuffed, but he's but I don't know what to do because I don't know. I have to call my my mom. I don't know where I live. I don't know anything. I don't have no money. And my lawyer is pissed because the yeah. crown. She's been a lawyer for over thirty something years. The crown. They know each other. You put, they tell you your heads up. Your lawyer, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we do. They didn't tell him nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's an idiot thing because that's me come out of jail for thirteen years. I have nothing. No family, no car, no nothing, nobody. No, I'm coming out walking on university. Yeah, I've been cleaning around. But the lawyer talked to me and showed me, like, it took me a couple seconds to, like, I couldn't understand. Like, I couldn't get. Like, I'm sitting what in the was, back. What was going, going on? on? And he's talking to me. He's giving me a phone, mm-hmm. his phone, to call somebody, to call, like, my mom, call somebody. And I don't even remember the number because I don't have my phone book on me and shit. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to figure I don't remember. One number I did remember, like, my mom's, I remember. Calls her. 
And I told him to take a cab there and shit. Like, I didn't even, that's it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm driving home. I don't even know the address. I don't know where I'm going. The buildings look different. Everything's different. Everything. Yeah. That was a, a spin and a half. Mm-hmm. Driving. Well, I just realized when I was driving on, I think I was up the DVP. I think I was like, wow. I'm really out here still. Holy, this is crazy. You know this know fresh mean? air. Yeah, this is crazy. This yeah. is crazy. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah, oh, it's crazy, man. That's, wow, man. That was yeah. uh Fuck, I can't even explain it. The feeling of that, like, I don't think I'll ever feel like that again. Yeah. Those certain feelings in life, there's nothing. You could give me 10 mil right now and be like, oh, sick. Yeah. It's different. That feeling was like, man. I'm out. Oh, man. You know how much I begged for this? You know, like, every night I used to pray, like, yo, if I can just And it's here. Father. And that's why I I feel it for the guys in there because a lot of, the youth that need to know is a lot of guys in there, dog, are begging. They love to, like, yo, I wish I never, you know what I mean? Or, or you know what I mean? They re- oh, they're dying for that opportunity. Yeah. People don't understand. They just don't get it. You know what I mean? And that that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you. Yes. Yeah. Again, somebody not, you didn't study it in a book and then mm-hmm. you're going to come tell it to me. You went through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You said that the crown, they said that the charges were stayed. Yes. Okay. What was your, because I know it stayed for 12 months. Yes. What was that? First year out for you still thinking that this thing is still hanging? Oh, no, I'm okay. No, no, I went. You know, we, 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 no, I, I didn't think about it at all. I thought it was pretty much Because we knew the case now. They stayed at, well, yeah, part of what, let me explain, part of what the appeal came back now and the grounds that the appeal came back under mm-hmm. crippled the Crown's case. Mm-hmm. The Crown already had a weak case. And now the, the, the appeal court, why I won my appeal, they used to say the money mark case mm-hmm. was prejudicious by bringing that in. What happened after it? That's what my colleagues now, although it was prejudiced against them as far as that, but they weren't a part of that. They were already in jail. They weren't a part of that money mark case. That's why they didn't get to win. That's why I won. You get me? That's why I won on a loophole. Obviously, I'm not guilty, but they used that loophole to separate them. You get me? So yeah. that's what. So, with that being said, what their recommendation was, we knew the Crown had very no bullets. Now you really got, you can't bring that in. Mm-hmm. So, all those 31 wiretaps you guys brought in was trash. Can't bring that in there. A lot of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. they, they, they used that case to fog up the waters a lot, especially on me. Mm-hmm. So, now the Crown has no bullets. So, like, yo, give me give me a year and see if I can find two more shots. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, nothing's not going in for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's over for me. And I knew that. I, I was like, when I got I was like, oh, they're not coming back for me yeah. because there's nothing. I didn't actually do this, and there's really nothing. Like, yeah. I know this. I'm my heart. I'm So I was living my life. Oh, yeah, right away. Yeah. And the thing with it, because remember, once you're inside now, this is when everybody on the outside is blowing up now yes. as artists. Because when you went yes. in, yeah, you have some people put out some mixtapes yes. and it was cool yes. and stuff like that. But now they're, re- this is yes. really, really happening. That was, like, the amazing, that's another hard part of the time, too. Mm-hmm. I'm watching, and I'm like, yo, Shit, no, I'm pretty, I watch Rap City, I see Preem doing his thing. I'm like, yeah, pretty, I, I always thought Preem was good rap. I'm like, good, good, good. I'm like, yeah, all right, good. Then, um, and then, like, yo, I know this guy, and I was next time, yo, Drake, he's good. I'm like, yo, who's this guy, Drake? I look, I'm like, yo, he's good still. Yeah. And I keep seeing it. And I'm like, yo, but I, I genuinely, like, me, everybody genuinely, he's genuinely good. Like, yeah. we all like it. We're all like, yo, this guy's fucking sick. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. we see, like, the Tories, everybody, the, the city, the weekend, we're like, the yo, weekend. the city's, we're like, mm-hmm. whoa, like, and it's like good music. Like, so, yeah. In the pen now, we have to buy the video, um, the, 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 the discs, sorry, yeah. CDs. Mm-hmm. We don't have like MP3s. So you have to put it in your disc, man, while you're doing your pull-ups and shit. So I used to always buy them, the CDs, and I used to read the, the book 
Okay. Like the credits, the and credits, all. like mm-hmm. where they who produced it, who engineered yeah. it, where they did mm-hmm. it. In, in, in prison, so you read, you got time on your hands. You you go and study shit, read shit, yeah. you teach yourself shit, listen to certain beats, and be like, oh, I like that. What's that? Okay, that's the eight hundred eight. That's how they do. it. Okay, okay, yeah, that guy's fucked up. The melody's weak though. You know what I mean? Like you, you get to learn things because you're in taking it in. You're studying. You're studying. not listening. You're not passively listening. Listen, yes. You're now studying. Studying it. So now, like, I used to work out a lot with my disc man and, uh, and my headphones. That's where you really listen to music. So yeah, I'm seeing all the guys blow up and shit. It's all amazing. I'm like, bro, I have to go home. Yeah. I'm like, I'm ha- I have to get out. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. It's so nuts, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So then when you got out now, what was what were some of your first moves when you were out now to reestablish your life now as a as a man, no longer as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. As a grown man. So when I first came out, you know, get clothes, get fresh, get out, get all that. Um I guess I knew all the guys. Um I haven't met um uh the boy the boy at that time, so I met him a couple of days after like, when mm-hmm. he came out, which is cool. Because he's friends of friends, so we all mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, that was all cool. And uh, I met uh I went to dinner at my boys' dinner. October I came home. So yeah. I came home October fifth, so that's a big month for the, the all the guys, right? So I came on was just thrown into all of that. So yeah. I was able to meet and do a, oh, I didn't remember all kinds of stuff. It was just Going, going, and going, and go, like you know. So, yeah, yeah I came home and uh, I went out with a couple of the kids. I did, I did everything I could, man. Yeah, I went around the world once or twice. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, were you traveling before you actually got locked up? Did you no. actually leave your block or downtown before you got locked up? No, that's the yeah. thing. Well, uh, Niagara Falls, maybe. That's the yeah. whole. That's the joke of like that whole life. Like, you really like. What was I gonna do? What was my plan? What was I plan of doing that forever? Like, what was I gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, that was so. What was I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you think back, like, what was I doing, you know? Because, and then, like, on vacation now, like, some of the stuff, like, the vacation, all-inclusive, whatever, it's not, it's not what you think is expensive. Like, back when I was a kid, we could have been doing this stuff. The trap, we could have been doing this. We're stuck in the hood. Like, we had no sense. Yeah. You could have just took a little money and went on a little vacation to go step before some sand, look a bit you. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was so dumb. You know what I mean? And, and I believe I was doing, I was drugging and stuff. I hadn't, never had a purpose. Mm-hmm. I was just trapping because it was just getting money. Yeah. I never really had a goal, a design where I'm gonna get this goal. I'll do that. I had no plan, mm-hmm. and that's that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like you can't be involved in that kind of world with no plan. You shouldn't be involved in the first place. Second, you got no plan. You're gonna die, or you're gonna. You know what I'm saying you're not really doing nothing. You just wanders. You know? Yeah. So that's when the guy never had a plan, and uh, yeah, they got, they got me. They got me. In the, they got me in the system. <laughs> you know what I mean? They fucked me up. Because the funny thing with it, I've seen you all over the place. I've seen you on private jets. Yeah. I've seen you from going to court. To courtside. I know. You understand? <laughs> Several times. It's, and that right there is amazing. And that's why I said, listen, I'm going to speak to somebody like you. And I, again, I'm not sure if you realize how important your yeah. last name is, brother. I know, eh? Wisdom. I knew at one time, I knew someday it was going to be good. <laughs> wisdom, boss. Because so, the wisdom that you gathered in that period of time is going to last for a lifetime. Yeah. And not only for you for other kids coming up, other kids that's in the lifestyle now, that you could talk to them from a different position. Most you definitely. Understand? Most definitely. Wisdom boss. Yeah, that's that's something I'd, I'm glad I got to learn too, like the mm-hmm. situations and things that I've learned mm-hmm. from first person learning them. 
So like even like I tell me like a psychologist can read all you want. He never mm-hmm. studied who I studied. I studied the real fraud old man. I studied the rat. I studied the rapo man. I know mm-hmm. bad man. Mm-hmm. I know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I know the real murderers for real. Mm-hmm. I did time with them. I had to. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I know yeah. all of these things I've done and lived and lived with. You know what I'm saying? I had to live with and mm-hmm. and understand different walks of life, different cultures and everything. I'm glad I I opened to that because I wasn't before. A young kid doesn't open his mind to that shit. You know, an 18-year-old kid doesn't do that. Yeah. For sure. So even right now, what projects are, are you working on right, right now? Right now, um, like I said, I do uh, I do work with producers and trying to, like I'm a fan of music. Mm-hmm. So Prem, they got the label, the reps up. I, I want an A&R over there to try and help with uh, getting production done. Anything, anything I could do really to help any artists or the artists that we mess with better themselves. I don't rap or whatever, but... It's okay. You don't have to be a rapper. I think guys need to know that too. Some of the guys coming up, you don't got to be a friggin' artist or the rapper to be effective on the team, right? As a team player, you could play a position. You don't got to be a star. You know what I mean? Some of the kids are just everybody just wants to be the star. You got to have a manager. You got to have security staff. You got to have assistants. You got to have stuff. Stop trying to just be all up in the camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> everybody just wants to be in the music video, in your homie's video. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you do though for your homie? If your homie asks you to get him a water, you're like, yo, water, yo, come yeah. on. You know what I mean? Like, what are you dealing with? Like, you know. Help the cause. So that's what I try and do. I also manage management consultant, a little bit of security, sort of different avenues, you know what I mean? Because like I said, my my, my uh, experience is limited. Mm-hmm. And the stuff, I don't have a resume to bring up. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I'm fortunate enough my friends are able to hire me and help, you know what I mean? Because I don't have nothing. Yeah. As far as I bring it to that's the unfortunate side. So like, what if I didn't have... Friends say, well, come on, what's it doing? And well, I'm going to start on the fries mm-hmm. with the young boy on the fries, boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not because, and I didn't do anything. Just because yeah. I went to jail, but I still got to start on the fries. Though. You don't yeah. got no experience. You can't really do nothing. You know what I mean? And then that's unfortunate. That's something that kind of bothers me. Yeah. I think about the next guy. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. They're going to like, well, you, that's not cool. Not everybody is as fortunate to come out and fall into a situation yeah. that's favorable for them. Yeah, it's, it's, there's guys that like do less time, and you know what I mean. Like this guy, it's hard. That's that's unlikely. It's unlikely you go into to have success after coming out of mm-hmm. that situation. It's yeah. it's unlikely, or any type of it's unlikely. It's all I say. Mentally and um, financially, whatever. It's unlikely. It's hard, and I know why it's hard because nobody likes to like part of my friends, but no one fucks with us. You come out yeah. like a convict, no more fuck. If, I tell him I didn't do it. I couldn't find an apartment for how long? Money wasn't an issue. They Google my name and be like, yeah, no, we're renting you. And apparently they're allowed to do that. Like mm-hmm. When you're a renter or you're buying something, you don't have to sell to you. I don't have to. They, they, they vet you to vet make you. sure yeah, that exactly. this is the person I want to see. And yeah, I, I got two last ones before we yeah. finish this conversation here. Went through it. You got exonerated. Everything is good. But remember, you're on this side of the fence. But you're also going to have victims, families, yep. and stuff like that. That still feels like you shouldn't be here right yep. now. What would you say to them, or if there's even anything you would say to them? Um, like with loss, it's always going to be you want accountability. Someone like if someone's lost my, I get that feel, mm-hmm. right? But also, you have to the same system, the same rule of law system that convicted me fixed itself. So are you respect the rule of law or not? You know, what I mean, you can't choose to pick it when it when it favors you. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't do it. I said I didn't do it from the jump, and and that's proven that way. Although I did all this time, I didn't. I didn't do that. You know what I mean? And it's unfortunate that that happened because there's victims all over, and I I could I could understand that because I was my family where I'd feel horrible. You know what I mean? But understand that 
I am not responsible. I literally am not responsible. I went through the system. I've been, I'm not the guy, you know what I mean? It's, it's just not. So you shouldn't look at me or, or even my coies as anything. They're not, it's, the case wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't like that. It wasn't real. You know what I mean? It weren't, it's not like that. I'm not the guy. And it's unfortunate. Like, I don't know if it's hard to say that. Cause like, it's hard to say. Cause like, if someone hit killed my family or, or allegedly killed them, whatever, I'd always be mad too at that because they pointed me in that direction. You know what I mean? Although I, you don't know if he's him or not, or you still in that direction. So like the bad blood, I think is is always gonna be there, which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Although I wasn't there, I'm not the guy. Still, I, it's hard, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a bit ignorant too. If if you could kill my brother, or allegedly kill my brother, or whatever the case, whatever the case is, I'm still going to be mad. Yeah. But now as a man, I can understand, okay, the rule. I want to watch the case. That's what I would want to do. I yeah. want to go to court and listen and make my own, you know what I mean? That's what there. you should do. Because anybody that went to court and listened will know. You will know. If you went to court and listened, you'll know the truth. You know. I don't think there's nobody on this planet that went to that trial and, know, and thinks that I am guilty of this crime. Mm -hmm. Trust me. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Crazy boss. Mental health now. Yeah. All right? Because, again, you're in the streets. Tough. Yep. Yeah, we don't cry. We'll just smoke some weed, yep. drink something, whatever. How hmm. has your mental health been from the start of the ordeal to even right now, sitting in this chair right now? Um, it's been there's been challenges, but since I was young, I understood, and I had a strong belief faith system that no, no, I ain't do this. No, I'm getting no, no, that's crazy, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So what I did mentally was um. Always, like, even inside there, I stayed athletic. I would play sports. I played cars. always did stuff. I don't know if it's... Like, that's something that I learned how to do my time and even out here. Mm -hmm. I can't dwell at it. The dwelling mm -hmm. didn't work. That's why I was able to make it through the 13 years. Yeah. And a couple of my... My Cody was like that, too. Phillip's like that. We're not that kind of sulky guys. We're just not. Even in the yeah. bing, yeah. we're making a joke. We're, yeah. we're laughing. Cards are beating. You know, you're shit. I'm yeah. like, we're paying ball. We were able to mentally just stay alive and open. You cannot do it. You cannot just think about how bad your life is all the time. Yeah. We all have bad life. You cannot just do that. You know what I mean? And I didn't. I was able to get on the phone, and I kept staying current. So I'd talk about with no stuff. I wouldn't be, I try not to be, fall out of the, the, the loop of the world where I seen some guys doing the pen, like kind of like mentally break down. Mm -hmm. Stayed loose, stayed active. I talked to, to uh, officers, the officers, because they're still current. Yeah. So you got to, you know what I'm saying? You talk and on the road, same thing. You got to stay. I think my mental health did good because I stayed basically out of out of jail. I don't know if I can explain that to you guys. But that's how I stayed one foot your in, one body, foot out. Your body was body in. was in there, but I had mine out there. I was up on everything, and um, my girl I talked to. I was hearing new music. I, I talked to the guards. I kept social. I kept moving and thinking. We had basketball tournament at the committee, so I was like able to entwine myself into making this that doing shit. I, I wake up today. I got work out. I got shit to do. My day is done. I'm tired. I wasn't in there thinking about yo man. Sit down like this all day. Yeah, think about going home. That day is long. Your day is long. I'm coming in now. I gotta do this. I'm play some hoops, make some food. You still have right. in your mind that I'm going home, but I'm going you're, home. Not, you're not sitting down, no, waiting for the door to magically no, oh open. Oh my god, you're gonna kill yourself. That that's when you go crazy. When people sit there and think or blame the world, my girl's not answering. Guy, guess what? You've been in jail seven years. Mm -hmm. People on road have things to do. They're not gonna always answer. Stop it. Grow up, bro. Do your time, bro. They don't have to do your time free. I seen guys that did their time like this. 
Mm-hmm. But a poor girl, a poor person, they never need a phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do your time like a man. You know what I mean? Go there. You can't. That, that's not. That's not their problem. Accountability. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Even if you did, what if did it do it? Didn't do whatever cases. Their life out there. You can't be mad at them for living their life out there, and not answering your calls and not doing it through or whatever the case is. That takes a big man to think and to even not only think it but to say something like that also. Like I did it. Mm-hmm. I did. Like I did. I I was the guy like too fucking answer. I did it, but now I'm out here. I'm like, bro, like, guy, they got kids. They got, they got grocery store. I'm doing. I, I'm doing them. It's just not able to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I cannot facilitate your little needs in there. I cannot. You know what I mean? Like I used to have guys throw a little bit of weed over whatever, all kind of stuff. That kind of stuff, and they're not answering me. Yeah, but dudes got older and shit. You guys have yeah. kids. That's a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Prem got his kids big. I came home. I seen yeah. this kid. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck, guys are. Like, life is really, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, you can't be calling bothering people, man. You guys yeah. do. You know? It's not like before. Yeah. And that's what some of the young guys need to understand. Yo, you're 20, cool. But when you're 35, 40, it's not going to be the same. It's not. It's not. You have things to do. Mm-hmm. You got to take your kids to school. You got to do your, you got to do your own. It's not the same, fam. You know what I mean? They don't see that. I didn't see it. Yeah. But you're going to see it. You know what yeah. I mean? The movement right now, you're happy. It's going in a couple of years and there. But slowly you'll see, oh, homeboy, homeboy, oh, things pregnant, yo. He's, oh, yeah, he's, moving, he's not moving the same no more. Yeah. You call him, you're going to come outside. He means he's not moving the same. You <laughs> might you might have all been on the road and you might have mm-hmm. separated because of life, period. Period. That's, That's how it just, goes. Yeah, this is how it goes. Mm-hmm. This is how it goes, you know? Yeah. Mr. Wisdom. Mm. Excellent conversation, oh. brother. Oh, man, no problem. Anytime, bro. I go way back. Come on, bro. And the thing with it, it's again to see it through your eyes, how you see it, and how open you are to talk about it. Especially if you could save somebody else from going through what you went through. Exactly. That's you what it's. That's what it's about. Like, that's what it's about. Knowing that there is like this doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? You could. I'm not saying don't do. I, I can't be the guy telling you don't forget. Don't. I wish you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing it, get. Figure out. Don't be like me. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted stuff. I didn't even know where I was going, what my goals were, my plans were, and I got mushed up for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you need to get in and get out. It's not a career. That's my main point. Yeah. Please don't make it a career. Yeah. They want to check you out online. They want to follow you up or anything. Leave some social Oh, yes. Or yes. I'm at uh, OVO Dracula. You know what I mean? I use the OVO because of the whole October thing. I got to mm-hmm. explain it. I got arrested October 1st, 2004, yeah. and I got released, freed up October Fifth, twenty seventeen. Yeah. So like October's very own is just do right. What are the yeah. check right? So just walk the path you're supposed to walk. You know what yeah. I mean? And it will all it'll be all right. You know what I mean? My guy, brother. Excellent conversation. You're right, you're right. Great to see you also. Oh, you know what I mean? You. We covered a lot, and I'm glad that we got to cover it. And I'm, I hope some people are going to really sit down and listen to your experience so it doesn't become their experience. Exactly. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah. Thank you, man. Let me give you an outro, get you out of here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.